Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. How are you? Irritated. How are you? You know, life moves on. I know. But okay. Let's yeah. do it. I heard you got awesome. a revelation. I do have a revelation um, that you've probably heard not once but twice already. But I appreciate you for listening once again. Um, I believe that this revelation comes from just a place of not quite knowing. And I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull up lay notes for some reason. It's not pulling up for me. Um, one second. All right. So my revelation for today, um, you know, I'm not a perfect saint and I pride myself on being better each and every day, whether that means I'm going to commit to working out three times a week or eating better, cleaner. Um, if that means that I'm going to do the healing um, from past traumas, that sort of work every day. I just learned something called EFT ta or EFT, which is like the tapping of your meridian nerves, which is a healing uh component or strategy that we can use and incorporate. So I, I'm doing the work, okay, mm -hmm. to be a better person each and every day. However, yes, I'm not always my best, okay? I must admit that I am not always the best that I can be. And I'm learning a lot about what I do accept and what I don't accept and how often I should accept it, if that makes sense. Correct. So recently I ran into a friend um, actually at a protest or an ex-friend, I guess. Um, and they literally did not, like, acknowledge that I was there, though they saw me first. And then I called out their name. And they did not say anything to me, basically ignored me. So I'm like, okay, cool. So at this point, I guess I'm just, this is someone that I read or allowed back into my life um, after knowing what type of person they were from the beginning. And I went to Twitter to basically say, you know, I should have known, essentially. And all of the people who responded, mainly women, were saying, yeah, they always show their ass. Like, you should learn from the first time. Mm -hmm. And so I'm torn between the idea that a person has the ability to grow and my ability to forgive them and allow them to, you know, redeem themselves. And if completely give, if I've completely given up on the second chance thing, because as a lot of my Twitter followers said, if they show their ass the first time, you got to believe them. Yeah. But for me, it's like, I just still want some sort of grace if I made a mistake, you know, if it were, if it came down to our friendship and there's probably things that I've done that may have um, hurt you in the past or something that you may not have agreed with and something that you may have talked to me about. And from that point, if I've done it again, then at that point, there doesn't necessarily need to be any grace. I don't believe in third chances. But some people feel like you should just get rid of the notion of a second chance altogether. And that's where I'm torn. I'm like, I don't know if people are deserving of a second chance at this point, especially at this point in our lives. Like, it's like, do I even want to deal with something when you've already showed me your ass to begin with? I mean, I feel like it just all depends on the situation. And, you know, but I do think that sometimes you just got to, like, let shit go. If somebody, if I, if somebody saw me first and I speak to them and then they decide to ignore me, yeah, it's probably just over with. Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's not happening because now, now you've disrespected me in public. 
Well, I mean, at that point, that's the second chance. That's what I'm saying. I need a yeah, certain yeah. Le- to learn a certain level of discernment to determine whether or not a relationship is even worth a second chance. And it seems according, and I guess our listeners can comment, you know, on our page, Girlfriend's Pod, or, you know, hit us up via DM um, and just let us know what you think in terms of if you should allow for second chances at this point in our big age, or if you should just learn from the first time that if it wasn't for you, it's not for you. And so... Moving forward, that's the, what I'm trying to have a sense of discernment about. Um, and that's just what my revelation, revelation was for today. But before we have any other technical difficulties, I want to just move along. And hopefully you guys can give us some feedback about that. Um, so, yeah. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. <laughs> it's Sammy. It's E. And we're back for another episode of the Girlfriends Podcast. Thankfully, um, we are not live streaming today because, like I said, and I've mentioned a few times already because we're really, really frustrated that we've had technical difficulties and the computer just does not fuck with us today. But I'm grateful that y'all did enjoy our first episode of season two, Counting of Virgils. We heard great things. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Yes, we really appreciate you. We wanted to let you know that we um, are thankful for you to be a part of our stream and our, you know, as loyal listeners, if you're listening on the podcast apps. And yeah, I hopefully we're back up and running via Twitch next week. Um, if not, we'll be still recording the podcast. So thank you. Yes, thank you so so much. You got uh, a WCW, sir. I do have a WCW this week. It's my homegirl Blair. Um, I wanted to show you. Hey, Blair. Girl. <laughs> it's our girlfriend. I wanted to show y'all a picture of her. Um, with her, her activist, her or in her all of her activist glory, she um was one of the people out protesting and she was also featured on a local news station um just voicing her opinion and that's honestly one of the reasons why I decided to make her my WCW this week I'm not sure if she's been a girlfriend uh WCW in the past but neither here nor there not on season two so um I just want to shout her out is Blair No Witch on Instagram she is an all-around just amazing um person uh, she's very vocal and opinionated and stands very firm in her opinions which i appreciate um she actually we have this running joke that she should have been in radio because of how opinionated and how well spoken she is um and just a true atlanta girl riverdale to be exact actually south side <laughs> um she uh is a manager for one of the managers for deontay hitchcock who's also from the south side insert Riverdale here um she uh oh and shout out to Deontay Hitchcock he recorded or released excuse me an album called Better and I and Blair both of me and Blair are on track eight um called Give Me Your Money (laughs) come on album placement (laughs) I actually got a check for that I'm really so thank y'all for that yeah, what? I got a little check. I spent it already, but I did get one. I was so surprised. I'm like, where's this check coming from? Yeah, so shout out to that song. Make sure y'all run it up. Maybe they'll, you know, give me a residual off of it or something. I don't know how that shit work, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, But no, so she's uh the assistant manager or one of the managers, excuse me, for Deontay. And she's also worked several festivals and um, 
music uh, shows, concerts, as well as tour management. She's done shit like Coachella. She's just an all-around dope person. And she took to uh, the protest to stand firm in her voice and just talk to the local news station. And I was just so impressed by how eloquently she spoke and how she was able to voice her concerns as well as her emotions. Cause for me, it's been really hard to process everything. And so I commend people like her and my friend Cree questions with Cree shout out to her who both uh, have mm-hmm. been speaking up using their platform and um, talking to these journalists and like really putting our voices in the media the way that they should be. So I thank her. Um, for being brave enough to do that and y'all can follow her as well as watch that clip from the news station on her instagram page at blair no witch b-l-a-i-r no witch wonderful wonderful very happy to hear um about people getting involved especially people you know so that's what's up um my wcw this week her name is Janiqua Charles, name. but you, Janiqua Charles, okay? I love it. But you might know her by the, you about to lose hey. your job. You, 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 you about you, to you, lose you your, about your job. To lose hey. your job. Yeah. Okay? Um, that is that young lady. I wanted to highlight her today because I just thought it was so... One, I mean, there are very few things that are making people smile these Mm -hmm. days. And so when that video came out, like, I mean, smile, let alone laugh. So when that came out and I died and then like the remix came out and it made it 10 times funnier, um, I just was really, um, it was, you know, a bright spot in my Mm -hmm. day. And so to find out that this young lady um, is, you know, an addict and that the video has kind of helped her reconnect with her family and put her on a path to get help and, um, you know, just be better for not only for herself, but she has a son as well. Um, I thought it was really touching just cause, you know, that was, you know, a funny moment. <laughs> um, but it turned into something that really, changed her life on a more personal level. I mean, a lot of times we hear, you know, people go viral and it's like, you know, especially if they didn't mean to go viral it might not necessarily have the most positive after Mm -hmm. effect um but in this case like for her to be able to reconnect with her family and you know get in a place where she's getting the help that she needs um it was really great so i wish her nothing but the best i pray that she continues on this path um and that you know we just see nothing but growth from her and apparently um they're working with uh sway the remix god um you know, to get uh, her royalties from her hit song. Yes. Um, so, you know, I hope that uh, that is helpful to her as well. So shout out to Janiqua Charles. Um, the security guard in question did not lose his job. What? Um, but, you know, we don't even like... She explains it um, on her, I think her sister's Instagram. She has like an Instagram live post up there. And I'm going to give you the Instagram is get this dance. <laughs> um, so G-E-T. <laughs> get this dance. I just realized. <laughs> 
G E T T H I S D A N C E. So if you go to that Instagram, you can see the video of her talking about everything. Apparently, they're setting up a GoFundMe, um, you know, to help her get on her feet as well. So you know, just support each other. That's the one thing that I really love to see out of these past couple weeks is you know we've really been taking care of our own um, as far as supporting Black businesses. Um, you know, businesses that have been looted have you know. I've seen GoFundMe's like just max out in like a day, you know, people who have been injured in protests and, you know, even just, uh, you know, Breonna Taylor's GoFundMe, the one that her family set up, that's well over. It's got to be in the two, two to three million range now. So, yeah. So um, I'm just really loving how we're coming together as a community to support each other, to help each other. And we need to continue to do so um, all the time because nobody's going to have us like we going to have us. And we just need to stick with that. Absolutely. Shout out to the community. I am here for all of this, the unity. And it's something I actually wrote in my newsletter this week about us coming together and just how that's such a powerful thing. And I'll talk about that later. Um, when we get into my first LA protest, but yes. So what you been on beat? Uh, I've been on a couple of things, you know, real, um, real smooth and slow, like real quiet, Love slow, like, you know, Joyce Latell, <laughs> Joyce Latell would be very proud of me. Um, but no. So two songs I have this week. Um, and one of them, the first one I'm going to talk about is Lambo by Luke James. Now Luke James, Luke, uh, excuse me, Luke James <laughs> put out a project earlier this week, of course, I mean, earlier this year, excuse me, of course, while we were not on air. Um, and it took me a couple of months to get into it. It's one of those things where I downloaded it and kind of forgot about it mm-hmm. on Apple Music, but I revisited, I revisited it. Um, a month ago or so and man from track one on down about that thing mm-hmm. is a banger I'm telling like no skips um, it's just really really dope it's music that and I'm somebody who has been following Luke James mm-hmm. for pretty much the majority of his career like before star before like all the acting when he was just out mm-hmm. here saying which he still is um, so this is a different um, a different lane, I think, than what you're usually used mm-hmm. to hearing from Luke James, but I love it. Lambo is like very uh, ethereal, very, you know, just one of those songs that you might want to like light up whatever you want to light up and kind of vibe out for a second. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's the, it's, it's amazing. I love it. One of my favorite things to listen to got some nice strings at the end. You know, I love a good oh, orchestra. You know, I love that. Um, so that's Lambo by Luke James, but definitely check out the entire album, which is called To Be yes, Loved. Yes, Luke James, fine ass. Um, yes. I wish I could okay, see a reference that I worked so hard for you to see. Listen. My ass had a you know what? We're not even. With some pink pants or pink hat or something. I think it's a pink pants song. Ooh. And it worked so well with the, the cover art of the song. And I'm just, ugh, I'm angry y'all can't see it. But it's okay. I'm s- it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's not, but it's okay. Like it is one of let us be great today. <laughs> what uh, what Amanda Seals you saying? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Um, but my next song is um last week on the episode I was talking about how I really wanted to see artists kind of capture mm-hmm. the times in music mm-hmm. more, and so D Smoke and his brother Sir 
have done just that with a song yes. called Let Go. Um, it's, I love this song. Um, you know, and I'm, I go up and down when it comes to like songs about mm-hmm. issues or like conscious sounding mm-hmm. songs. Cause you know, at times I want to just be ratchet and sometimes that could be real. Right. Boring. Right. <laughs> right. But um, I really do enjoy the song. It's a great, you know, vibe out song there. Of course they're talking about um, pertinent information and just how they're feeling right now in the times. Like it's not even, the song is not even just about, you know, police brutality and George Floyd and everything. It's about how these kids is having Zoom graduations. Right. And, you know, like it's it's literally just capturing this entire fuck fest that 2020 has turned right. out to be. Um, so yeah, I that I highly suggest you go check out Let Go. And real quick, before we get into your what y'all on, I forgot to bring this up when we were in WCWs, but I really just I, I would not it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention RIP Jazz Fly. Um man, that really hurt my heart. If y'all don't know who Jazz Fly is or Jazz Waters, um as she was more professionally known by uh most recently um she is a hip-hop journalist or was excuse me um a hip-hop journalist she you know wrote for nicole bitchy and a bunch of you know big you know black publications back in the day she had a column and vibe and everything um and then she was uh participated in a reality show i'm not sure if y'all remember the reality show that they had on vh1 i want to say it was called the gossip game and it was just about like women in media it had angela yee and all these other Definitely girls on there. um but life, she was on but... while wow, it, it had one season it had one season um but yeah so she was a part of that and then she transitioned into writing for film and television i actually have one of her scripts on my phone which is crazy like she she shared a script I think it was like sometime last year, year before last uh, on Instagram, just for people to read and kind of, if you've never seen a script before, to have like an idea of what one looks like, mm-hmm. how does it go? Um, and that's just the type of like, I don't, I didn't know this woman at all, but like to have followed her career the way that I had, you know, me being someone who um, is a, a fake writer, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, looking at her and just being in awe of the fact that, of the way that she switched lanes and did it so Mm -hmm. flawlessly, like to go from writing about music to writing on This Is Us, (laughs) like, and writing on, you know, Kidding, which is a show on uh, Showtime with Jim Carrey, like, that's such a pivot. And it's something that we don't see women, especially Black women, be able to do in the entertainment industry. So to lose someone like that, it's just really heartbreaking. So RIP uh, Jazz Fly, prayers to her family, her friends. Um, it's it's a sad day for Black women yeah. in media. Shout out to all of uh, her. Com- I'm not ex- as um, familiar with all of her work, but of course, E hit me to, you know, her. And of, of course, I've seen her name as well as uh, not just today, but over the years of her work um, and just not even recognizing how impactful she was to the media entertainment community. Um, So definitely my condolences to her and all those who are hurting at the moment mourning her loss. Uh, Do you, you don't know what happened to her? No, nobody really knows right now. Um, But you know, 
it it's is just unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, especially just with the, everything that's going on, it's just like that on top of what we're already dealing with. So I can only imagine. Exactly. Um, but in lighter news, I do have some music to share with you all in my What Y'all On segment for music. Uh, I wanted to share a song that's going to be on an upcoming playlist that I will release soon called Feel Good Music. It's somebody by the name of Koji Radical, and the song is called Cashmere Tears. It's a nice groovy little bop um, that I would love to have actually played for you all, but it's... um. It's a cool song. It's called Cashmere Tears, um, Koji Radical. He clearly has a lot of music and really great videos out. He actually has a video, and the cover art is super dope for the song, too. Um, he has a video for this song as well as a couple of his other songs, and I'm just getting into him. I'm assuming he has some sort of African descent. I'm not, I don't want to assume Nigerian, but I want to say it might be. Um, but he is a, a really dope artist, and I didn't realize how he how um, exposed he was to like mainstream because he has like a colors episode or show y'all know the, the show colors mm. uh, so he has like a, a performance of that I mean on that platform and I'm not I'm not sure if he performed cashmere tears or not because I haven't been able to watch it yet but it's in my save in my queue um, and I just got hip to him from a friend who played this song for me and I just haven't stopped playing it so definitely recommend that box and you know i love this girl she's from oakland she's tight she's really dope she used to be cool with kaylani i don't know what happened but my girl kamaya <laughs> she just released a song called extravagant and it's exactly that it's extravagant and y'all know she stunts a good fur a good big uh girlfriend's type <laughs> uh bamboo knocker earring um she mm -hmm. we should actually gift her with some girlfriend's earrings Yes, we should. Let, write it down. Yes, let me write that but down. I, I mean, I love Kamaya. Y'all know how I feel about her. She's super talented. I'm happy to see that she's still releasing music. Um, she's one of those artists that I see all the time, kind of going through these up and down motions of you know just happiness and sadness and you know whatever it is, and being very transparent about her uh, her journey um, through being an artist and being a female artist at that. Um, but I'm happy to see that she's continuing to put out music. And Extravagant is a an, a great song to bop to. And um, it's it's a little bit... So mine's, ironically, are more on the upside this week, whereas the Erica's E's are a little bit more on the slower side. So we gave y'all some balance. We gave y'all some options. So y'all make sure y'all check out those songs. And uh, just moving along, I wanted to get into a show that we both been wanting to talk about and surprised that we didn't talk about it last week <laughs> i know real quick i had a question about one of y'all one of your songs so um cashmere tears like is that about like bougie bitches crying or something like is that about you know bougie bitches it's, bitches <laughs> it's not um it's i mean i can't look at the lyrics i was gonna say i cry I know I at least cry like satin like I'm the body, dead. you know. I cannot with you and it's not about that. Honestly, don't <laughs> I can't recall. You know I'm a beat girl, so I can't recall the lyrics right now. Though I've heard the song over and over, mm. but right now it's just not even coming to me. Um, but yeah, no. Just go listen to the song. The dude's name is Koji, K O J E Radical. I mean, sorry, K O G K why am I doing this? Saying G instead of J. K-O-J-E-Y, <laughs> radical, spelled radical. And um, he's tight. I mean, 
the song is tight. It's a bop. You probably won't even really care what, he has to, what he's saying. It's just like the way that he slots over the beat. It's always tight. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, so a show that we've been wanting to talk about for the longest, and I'm surprised it didn't come up last week. But Insecure, this has honestly been, this is season four, has been honestly my favorite season so far. Yeah, I think this is arguably the best season of Insecure yet. Um, I think last week's episode of Lisa, I'm gonna call her that mm-hmm. girl, Lisa, Issa, and uh, well, that's their little couple Lisa. name, <laughs> Lisa. Yeah, yes, it's, it's uh, Lisa. Yeah. La, la, Lisa. La, la, la. La. Well, if he, <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> If he went by his first name, it would be Martisa. Martin. Martin. Yes. Yeah, and Morris is his remember. middle name. But um, yes, I think last week's episode of um Issa and Lawrence uh rekindling their flame. It really is the best episode of the entire series, in my opinion. It's just so good. I why I ran wow. that back like three times. It was so good. It was just so just so mature, yeah. so love filled, you know, like and as somebody who is a sap with no love in oh her gosh. life, it just really gave me, you know, the mustard seed of hope. Now, you know, a mustard seed. <laughs> but <it. laughs> a, a drop of hope. That's it. That's it. Cause this morning I woke up like, why am I always alone? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god, I can't even have cats because oh I'm allergic. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, well, this episode in particular, this past episode was really tight. I really enjoyed seeing that they were still, you know, working through their things. Issa's working through being honest. Um, then, of course, the situation with her and Molly is just like stupid, honestly, to me. <sighs> that bitch. Do we even have to talk about that whole? Like, I mean, so... it's just like, why is she like that? She's honestly so annoying, right? And you know, I really see when I see people on Molly's side of things. I'm just like, what the what fuck the is wrong fuck with y'all? Wrong with y'all? Because it it makes no sense. Now, granted, Issa is right. more innocent in all of from this. The very you know, we saw, that but the different from. Exactly. From the first episode right. of this entire series, we see, you know, how Issa mm-hmm. can be self-centered, selfish, you know, like, yes, that's been established. Um, however, Molly has her traits and her traits show up a lot more and are a lot stronger, like, also in my like opinion. Not only does Molly, because everybody has their traits, but it's like Molly doesn't ever want to learn or ch- acknowledge her her exactly doing. like at least with Issa like it's that's been, exactly yeah, it's been three what I was seasons gonna say. and have you fucking you see Issa's growth have you seen it's like Molly been in the same position and she and that's why I I said in the beginning of this season you know that I'm completely fine with them leaving this season 
going into next season, being in the middle of next season, and her and Molly still not being friends. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. In my eyes, this is the Joan mm-hmm. and Tony breakup that might have a reconciliation at the end because, of course, HBO is not going to do us like the fucking CW did. And I'm still right. mad about that shit. Right. So y'all could kick rocks. How y'all not going to give girlfriends a fucking right. season finale? Or series finale. That don't make no goddamn sense. Anyway. Anyway. That's exactly what I was going to say about Molly. Like, that's the difference between them. There is no growth on Molly's part. Molly, the like, even sitting, we were all rooting right. for her to go back to therapy. Just for her to go back to therapy right. and still act the goddamn ass. But we knew that was going to happen. Because what did Molly do in therapy the first time? She sat up there and was not completely right. open and honest with that lady. She didn't even know who that lady did not even know who Dro was. How you going to sit up here and be fucking your friend who mm-hmm. is somebody else's husband? And 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 that's not what you're going to talk about with your therapist? But you want to talk about the white folks at work? I'm going to get to the real problems, okay? I'm about to start therapy in a couple yeah. weeks. And if you think I'm not going to get every drop out so right. I can get every right. cent of my right. money for the week, uh, you got me. You got right. me for... Girl, we're going to talk about everything. What right. you want to know, girl? I'm let's heal. Book. Let's heal. That's what I talked okay. about in the beginning. Let's Let's heal. Like, and she's not trying to heal. Like, that, bro, what her therapist said was a word. Like, are you trying to be right exactly. or are you trying to be in relationship? And Molly is sitting up here trying to be right. And it's like, you're doing all of this and you're holding. I was going to say, I thought I said this earlier, but this is on like <laughs> the first, first time that we tried to record. My, <laughs> Molly is one of them chicks where her man will have all of the chances in the world or she'll put all of this effort into making sure that everything is right in her romantic relationship and then meanwhile when it comes to her relationship Mm -hmm. with her friend you know she don't want to put in the effort or like it's just so crazy she's been dogging Issa out all fucking season you know saying a little slick shit the first damn episode oh well this is some um you know now this is gonna be some homegirl shit so don't like bitch what that, what, what, you, what are you referring to when they this is first episode when she and Andrew were on the way oh, to Issa's yeah. mixer at her apartment and she gonna turn to that man oh this is some real homegirl right, shit bitch so I wish you would I wish you that's so rude you didn't even give like, her a chance the block party shit no and it's like right. she's never believed in Issa and honestly none yeah. all of Issa's friends are trash let's just be honest about it none of her friends have really believed in her but at least with Tiffany and Kelly once they got it and understood what the hell Issa was trying they to were do in full support. like yeah. they were like oh yeah okay <laughs> like like Kelly was at the mixer like oh that's what you're doing bitch I've been right. trying to figure out this whole right. time right. like okay yeah, I, mean, like, I, think, I think the main thing for know, uh for Molly is that she doesn't want she doesn't want to not have the upper hand like she wants to feel like she yeah like she doesn't want to see her friend grow or surpass her really like she wants to feel like she's always Mm -hmm. gonna be superior in a sense because she has this sort of like complex about her and that pisses me off because it's like if you are a true friend you want to see your friend grow just as much as you have grown you want to encourage them to grow beyond you I want the people around me to encourage me to get to their level you know what I mean I don't want to be the best of my friends 
I want us to all have things about us that make us like unique and also powerful. Like nobody should feel superior to another person. At that point, I'm just your, uh, the thing that makes you feel good. And then even on a financial level, why would you want to be that friend? The friend that's always picking up the tab. That's always say like, it's a, yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. clearly an ego thing with her, but it's like, girl you don't want to say nah, she because even when she when she <laughs> like, picked up the tab she was like oh i mean no you don't have to she's like girl i owe you plenty of brunches she's like oh okay so like that you know it's just little things like that with that they portrayed in the writing that it made me understand that oh molly genuinely just doesn't want to feel like she is not superior which is trash and i can't stand it so hopefully yeah. she's out of the picture um Lisa finds a better friend I hope so too. Yeah, because I was very we didn't even get into like the specifics of this episode for real. But um yeah, I was very the fact that she was taken aback that Issa was just like, Okay. What do you expect the girl to say? Yeah, she doesn't not ask trying. you several times to like say, Okay, we're gonna talk about the elephant in the room. Then you don't even want to talk about the elephant in the room. I, I why should I bring it up when you're the one who ruined my fucking block party? And I'm already trying. Exactly. I'm extending myself. And to then you. even exactly because I, bro, when Issa picked up that phone, I said, "Bitch, right. why are you calling her ass? Why are you calling her ass? No, stand firm in your word and just and stick to your motherfucking guns. Like, uh, that Mm-mm. Molly is trash. Um, her to hear her to hear first. You go." <laughs> Molly is is just awful and you Andrew's think so? gonna leave her ass too. Um absolutely, absolutely I think Andrew is leaving her ass because one, it's just the little things. The fact that she is so um Mm-hmm. unmovable on certain things you know what I'm saying like with the issue with his brother now granted his brother was on some fucked up you know wanting to play devil's advocate you know type shit Ma- you know we, I get it in that moment I understand why Molly was upset with the brother now on the flip side my significant other is never gonna right. tell my sibling fuck you that's where right. we're that's where we're gonna stop. That's why I was like, oh Andrew, you're a good one. Cause I would have stopped my man right there and been like, who the fuck are you talking right. to? One. <laughs> like, I get it, but chill. Um, but yeah, that in that situation, it's like I get I get why you're mad, but you also just have to let this go because if you want to continue to be in a relationship with this man, you're going to have to see his brother. You can't avoid his right. brother. Right. It's his right. brother. Right. <laughs> like yeah, that's like saying I don't want to be around your mama. Like no, no, bitch, exactly. you don't have to see that man, mama. At some exactly. point, like at Thanksgiving or you know whatever holiday, other holiday, like you're gonna have to see them. So get over it, move past it. You don't even want to just take. And then when people extend the olive branch to her, right? She still don't want to take it. That man had like you mean to tell me six? I'm not gonna. Be, I'm right there. What are you saying? First of all, bitch, do you know the fit that you could have got off in Staples at night? Course First off, everybody's been you? talking about her fits, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not a huge fan of all her fits. Like, she's been getting a few fits off here and there, but she ain't been going that crazy like folks been saying. Molly be getting the fits off 
the fits nah, do be on like that point. little furry thing. The fits now, now that that that's that's what I was gonna say. That's where yeah. uh, Shiona, the stylist, um, she lost me a she few times. Me. Like, <laughs> but, I do love a good olive green on Molly's skin, like that little blazer joint she had on, as well as her fitness outfit. So I see that we are, you know, doing some great mm-hmm. things with the tones, but all of her outfits should be top tier when she is a fucking uh, rich ass attorney. Like, Lawyer. Anyway, it's not the point. The yeah. point is we don't like Molly and I'm over Molly shit. And um... Exactly. And Uba, what do you think is going to happen with like, like Issa Lawrence? Oh, Issa I wish Nathan? that Issa would leave Nathan alone. Um, I get that she wants to be a good friend to him. Uh, but she doesn't need to toy the, that mm-hmm. line between, you know, if she really wants a relationship with Lawrence to work again. I am, like I said earlier, I'm happy that she's communicating and being open um, with, you know, what's going on and just being transparent with Lawrence because obviously they have things that they have to go grow through. Um, but I just don't think that Lawrence is long term. I never thought that Lawrence, was, I mean, not Lawrence, uh, Nathan. Yeah, exactly. You mean Nathan was long term for her. Um, but I do think it's interesting, and I'm happy that they talked mm-hmm. about him being bipolar. Yeah, that's important. Yes, I am happy to. Very. Um, and shout out to just actors and writers collaborating yeah. and listening to each other. Because I believe that I read um, that Kendrick Sampson, the mm-hmm. young man who plays uh, Nathan, that's something, you know, he's like... A, you know very um big on activism mm-hmm. like he's been out in these streets with black lives matter in la been getting shot up with rubber bullets oh. i hope he's okay now um you know but he really talks about mental health a lot too so it was just great um to see you know them kind of take those notes and you know really develop his character in that way because it's just so often we just see niggas right just ghosts and we never know why and I mean, granted, I'm not going to give you niggas too much credit because <laughs> a lot of y'all mm-hmm. just goes because you're trash. But, but a lot of times, dude, you know, and it's just some people actually, that was happening. I'm sorry to cut you off because I dealt with this situation where I thought that someone ghosted me only to find out. And I felt so bad about it, only to find out that they were really going through something personal. And mm-hmm. that was the reason why that they were you know trying to distance themselves and it's just like yeah a lot of times we make situations about ourselves but for men especially they have a very hard time expressing themselves and not to say that that's your fault you should always put yourself first as women or as a man um if you're dealing with another man that's like this but you should always put yourself first anyway um and i'm learning to do that despite you know what somebody Mm -hmm. might be going through and understanding it's not my responsibility to be uh there for someone however i do realize that you know so long that we have crippled um men and coddled men even to and then also uh stifled them and not believing that they are able to express themselves and what they're going through and instead they run and try to handle it themselves only to come back to be like actually never mind Mm -hmm. so it's like you know um check on your strong friends check on your friend uh your guy friends who have trouble expressing their emotions and really encourage them that it doesn't make you weak or less than a man to cry or to be sad or to be upset and to express that emotion to your girlfriend or your girlfriend um uh or your your friends in general like just 
be open to that and be receptive to that. And I'm, I'm really, really, really happy that Insecure is tackling some of these t- these conversations for sure. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. And they got renewed for season five. So it's just like more more entertainment. I'm just, I, I, I just love it. I really love to see it all. I love the traje- trajectory, excuse me, of Issa Rae's career. Just being able, like I was, I uh, an episode of Awkward Black Girl showed up on my YouTube suggestions. And I'm wow. like, wow, I have not watched this in years. And I, it, it was the first episode and I rewatched it and I'm like, wow. I remember being in the quad, shout out to Ball in second, literally just wow. counting down the minutes, like, and then the next episode about to come out, and now I'm, I be counting down the minutes to 10 o'clock to watch it. Insecure, and so, to have all of that so growth in great. less than 10 years yeah, is shout out to Issa. so shout out to Issa. Shout out to the entire Insecure family, um, and I'm looking forward to the next episode on Sunday. The season yes, finale. The so season fast. finale. Damn. Um, I know. At least they gave us two extra episodes right. this season. What you? All right. So what you sipping on? Some, what you sipping on? Shout it. Okay. Girl, now do we want to sip on some some stupid shit or do we want to sip sip on some serious um, shit? Which one you want to do first? I mean, all of this is pretty stupid to me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so we'll right, start with um be simone first <sighs> child <laughs> be simone ass now mind you <laughs> i'm telling y'all the gist of this shit because to this day i tried to watch mm-hmm. her response to what she said first about you know i tried to watch it but in that first <laughs> day oh I, so I immediately was like Bro, I can't. She's so fucking annoying. And that's part of the reason why this whole conversation, I'm like, y'all, but none of y'all trying to be Lisa Rose. What the fuck Literally. does it matter? Like, what the fuck does it matter? Literally, eight out of ten of y'all are annoyed by B. Simone. So, it, just last week, y'all, y'all was getting in her ass about saying that she Not wasn't going to in the name of Jesus. So... So just, anyway, but B. Simone, um, I guess in conversation with Nick Cannon, her boss, um, I just want to reiterate <laughs> that that is her boss. Um, you get on my nerves. <laughs> with her boss, Nick Cannon, um, and they were having a conversation, I guess, you know, types of men was brought up. Basically, uh, B. Simone expressed the fact that um, she could not she could not date a man with a nine to five. She would prefer to date an entrepreneur um, because you know mm-hmm. the the lifestyle is the same. You know she is an entrepreneur. Um, she just passed over you know a million. I think it was like last month or a month before last, which is super mm-hmm. great for her. Shout out to um, her for that because you know they always say the first million is the hardest. So. Um, for her to, again, to have had this growth, um, you know, from just being, I guess, what was she on Vine, yeah, and Instagram, yeah. and all that stuff to now, um, and she's a millionaire, or you know, at least has mm-hmm. grossed a million in her uh, sales. Um, that's really dope, and so I understand. So yeah, she said all this, of course, 
Twitter uh, went up in flames and it reignited uh, one of those classic Twitter debates about pe- entrepreneurs, people who work nine to fives. Um, honestly, it's so right. stupid because you can't have one without the other. Entrepreneurs, y'all need to just appreciate the niggas with nine to fives because they're the one they're the ones that have consistent money right. to give to you for your products. Um, and then nine to fivers appreciate the entrepreneurs because they are the ones that are doing all the cute shit that you like to do. Your nail tech, she's an entrepreneur. Um, the your hairstylist, she mm-hmm. or he, whoever is an entrepreneur. The person who does your social media is an entrepreneur. Like Literally. every somebody, everybody got a business. So both the both sides. I'm just sick of it. Um, but yeah, Twitter was up. I'm sick of it. Twitter was up in arms about it. Um, you know, a lot of people were debating um, because she didn't necessarily make it clear um, on whether she was referring to you know the money aspect mm-hmm. of dating someone with a nine to five or uh, the lifestyle aspect. Now she came back um, in the aforementioned annoying ass. Yeah, she explains that. It, it, it's the lifestyle for her. And she, I mean, she said it in the first one, like, if I'm up at yeah, the it's a lifestyle. t-shirts or, I mean, sending out orders or whatever, then, you know, somebody who has to get up in the morning may not understand that. And so I understood where she was coming from with that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, girl. I, okay, so I see, I see both sides. I see the side where it really doesn't fucking matter what she said and what she prefers. And I see the other side of people saying, well, like, you need nine to fives in order. And some people need a nine to five in order to do their five to nine. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, and she also admits that she had to work before she was able to do a complete entrepreneurial, like, or uh, to really go into her entrepreneurial life. Um, And by entrepreneur, it means that you have multiple projects, you know? So yes, she works for Nick Nick Cannon, but she's an independent contractor for that particular production. So it's like not necessarily five, but you still do work for somebody else. It's not like you're completely self-employed. But at the same time, you know, you do all these things in order to get to a point where you can be self-sufficient and if that's what the lifestyle that you chose but however there are people who have nine to fives who make way more money than you ever will as an entrepreneur so i think from exactly her it's coming on thank you and, and I, I really do implore those that are in positions like b simone or desi banks or whoever else has been uh crucified at the hands of social media or the fingers of social media um, gurus that you be careful in the way that you say things because people are going to have a problem regardless of what you say but like you definitely have to be very specific and intentional about how you say things I think that also another thing that one of my uh, homeboys pointed out was that like you know you're going to miss out on great opportunities to love or for someone to love you just because you won't allow um or give somebody who has a nine to five an opportunity because just because that person has a nine to five doesn't mean that they can't understand your lifestyle. Um, I've experienced both. No, exactly. I've experienced both. And just, uh, Oh, sorry. I just want to say this last piece where, you know, someone who wasn't necessarily in my industry and we've talked about it on the show before, like didn't understand my lifestyle. Um, and that's a different case, but you still want to give people an opportunity because you never know where that love might be for you. Exactly. And you never know what that person Mm -hmm. might be working toward that would put them in the same 
position to, you know, be just as great, if not greater than you are or alongside you, you know? Um, But no, to to piggyback, excuse me, off your point, you know, of just because you have a nine to five doesn't mean you could have Mm -hmm. a nine to five where you're making a boatload of money. You could also be an entrepreneur that don't make shit. So it's like, girl, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, we could both be up answering emails Mm -hmm. and we could both be broke as fuck. Like at 3 a.m. You know, it just that's right. like the great she know and she knows that because she just went through that. So it's like I want people, I understand mm-hmm. that money changes a lot of things, but I just need people to be more mindful of like you said, what they're mm-hmm. saying, how they're acting, you know, with this new influx of cash. Because if you there's so many people out here with money mm-hmm. who don't know how to fuck at. We don't need no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, please just be grateful for the blessings that have been bestowed upon mm-hmm. you. Do your job. Yes. And watch yeah. your words. And that's that on that. That's it. Yeah. Um, so second, more serious, uh, topic is that the Democrats have proposed a reform against police brutality. Now they did it in a fashion that garnered, literally a fashion, (laughs) um, that garnered a lot, (laughs) a lot of kickback on social media. Now, Nancy ass and Chuck and all the rest of the white folks then got their ass down, down to the Georgia Avenue. Child. and got them some kente stoles <laughs> now first of all y'all done took all them Howard students kente stoles just cause Howard didn't have no graduation <laughs> this year and um, I hope that y'all returning them so that the kids can have it when they come back because that's not right now I have learned that um, because they were alongside the CBC when they were uh, the Congressional Black Caucus caucus excuse me when they were making this announcement um the congressional black caucus they do wear the kente stoles it is a thing for them um at all times so they were just aligning you know with what the congressional black caucus has already established um none of you motherfuckers need to wear kente cloth to get your point across i do not want you to get down on a knee in kente cloth did you see them trying to get up can, you can we just talk about yeah. this knee? <laughs> Bitch. Nancy needed help. Nancy needed help, okay? <laughs> she she reached the hand out, reach out and touch. Oh my someone. god. Okay. And Nancy needed to be touched. Now I'm pulling up this picture that you have here in the notes from Instagram, and I do another outfit breakdown by Let's E. This is the first one of the season. We're gonna get into it. Head, head to toe with E. Okay, so now we see, first of all, as per usual, um, Nancy has a, has a sickening white woman, Bob. Yeah, you know, it's there, it's voluminous. Okay, you, you, you see, there's yes, possibly I a do. bump like it up there. You remember that little thing, that little thing that they had on the infomercials yes. that gave that gave you a little bump on the head? Um, she has that going for her. It also looks to be um, possibly a kente pattern <laughs> mask as well. And then 
And then, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm, I'm, oh I'm zooming in and I'm seeing a lot of things. First of all, I we're going to love... get into this orange power suit, which I love. Yes. Orange is one of my favorite colors. Okay. And then she she gave you the orange power suit. But she also said, wait, baby, it's Pride Month. Oh so let me have my Apple oh Watch my with, my ra- with my rainbow um with the rainbow I'm, I'm missing the word of what that thing is but you, the rainbow band um because she yes. said I, I have to put on for everybody for the black community for yes. the lgbtqia plus community for the black lgbtqia plus community like we have to just put mm-hmm. it on for all of them and then when we get down to it first of all our good sis nancy she's had a manicure she, she's had a manicure and um, I hope she did it herself. I, I, I would like for someone to ask about that. Um, I don't know if we have any, you know, oh uh, p- political journalists listening to the show. But if y'all ever get into a room with uh, Nancy Pelosi in the next <laughs> week or so, please ask her who did her manicure. But we get down. We get down the leg. Okay. And yes. I'm just following this sharp crease of the <laughs> pants because she starch. They starch the fuck out these pants. And we get into this. <laughs> this kitten oh my god this velvet orange kitten okay it's it's a powerful fit it's a powerful fit and you know I I appreciate her matching the kente to the suit she said okay it's a little orange it's a little little, you know the kente uh, stole it's a little warm okay so I'm gonna give him a warm suit to go along with it you know, I just had to do it. Um, but we don't need none of that shit. We don't need none of that shit. I'm crying. Okay. First of all, yeah. I'm sick of y'all fucking kneeling. It didn't as mean if nothing that is supposed Kaepernick. to mean something for two re for two thank you. When Colin kneeled, child, you would have thought Colin went up and sat and got on the 50 yard line right. and put his middle fingers up to the whole damn stadium. That's what the hell. Like, so I don't want to see y'all kneeling off of Colin Kaepernick alone, but I also don't want to see y'all kneeling because why the fuck would you think after I didn't watch the video, but after so many people saw George Floyd die in the right. way that he died with that man's knee on his motherfucking neck, why would you think that I want to see your old white ass kneel? When Literally. you are announcing a reform against police get brutality, your ass down. get your get your old ass up and stop fucking playing with me, and take that goddamn kente stole off and give them back to all the black people in Congress so they could take it back to the students at Howard. I'm sick of all y'all niggas. Right. I am not here for this performative shit. Right. Okay. Stop doing all Period. this acting. Okay, and get active. Okay. Work. Do get the work. active and do just the work. do the do fucking the work. work. How many times we have to say it? Do the work. I don't need all this. Do the work. I don't need this shit. I need y'all to figure out how y'all are going to make Bob Johnson's $14 trillion reparations plan um, a reality so that my ass can get my $350,000. Okay? First of all, um, I would like to see it. um, Right on into it. Uh, And this is not necessarily the best solution, but I did find it quite uh, or it did give me quite the cackle, I shall say. Um, the whites were seen watching oh, black folks feet in North Carolina. Now, if y'all hear the motorcycles in the background, I guess we'll just use that as a good sound bite, but sorry. Um, the whites were washing black folks' feet in North Carolina, child, and 
and and Carrie and Carrie and begging North Carolina, for forgiveness and and they were begging for forgiveness to the black protest organizers that were there and I just really wish that y'all could see right now um <clears throat> if our fucking Twitch stream was fucking working neither here nor there uh you can see the white woman kneeling um, <sighs> as she has her hand in the football with the black woman uh, seated at a bench next to her black counterparts with her hands lifted as in prayer. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Come on. But I know that this looks quite hysterical to me. I don't, I, I, I didn't find, um, as, I mean, like Twitter and social media went into an out, uh, uproar about this and they were enraged that this isn't the way, this isn't the solution, what is this doing? And I hear all of that. I do. But personally, I find this so fucking funny. Like, wash my goddamn feet. Shit, we was washing y'all feet for years. So if you feel like this is going to make you feel less guilty about it, then go ahead and wash my feet, shine my while you at it, hang dry my clothing, goddamn fetch me a, a good iced tea because you know it was national iced tea day the other day goddamn fetch me um <laughs> breastfeed my no, actually don't breastfeed, breastfeed my, my baby um but that is what we had to do you know what i'm saying so there's but that's what we had things. to do so back to in me, the day it's like you know if that's the way that they want to you know I mean, it is not, it is nothing that needed to be publicized. I think that's another thing about these protests and the things that we're doing is that we feel that everything has to be publicized and everything is for social media. I even saw, um, especially here, and like I said, we're going to get into this later in terms of the LA protesting, but a lot of influencers going up to these uh, van, uh, these these buildings that were vandalized as if they were helping to clean up only to take a photo to then post it on Instagram and then to go about their day. Now that I don't agree with. And the same with this, it could, we don't, we weren't there, but it looks like not, not only are the white folks filming, but the black folks are filming and they just are, everybody's just so engulfed in trying to make a statement and make a movement that it's not, it's like, are we being counterproductive or are we doing something that really is going to benefit the movement? So I want us to think about that. Um, but I will say that I found this quite enjoyable when I saw Still Gray and Miles Chong uh, post about it. So thank you, Ann. Now, I um, <laughs> I raised my eyebrow when I saw this. Mm -hmm. um, just the one. Because my first thought, and what really stirred up something inside of me, is that just last year, we um, were we were made um, aware of the fact that <laughs> white people don't wash their legs. And so why would I trust a white person to wash a part of mm. my body that they don't mm. even wash on themselves? You know, um, I just like did the what? what I, the, no white folks probably didn't know how to wash their feet. Okay? <laughs> Myra's feet. You got to get to work on Myra's feet, baby. Like I don't. Oh my god. <sighs> That's just what gave me pause, and I know y'all ain't got that now, child. They they told mm -hmm. you themselves that all they good for is a triangle. Okay, armpit, armpit, yeah. private. Okay, and that they go and that they feel like the chlorine from the pool is cleansing for their bodies. So why then right. would you arm a, per a white person with soap and water? They when know they not they, what they're doing. When they know not. It looks like doing. they armed themselves with the soap and water this time. So, you know, we're, we're I'm here for all progression. 
child. And and really, when we get into the the, the picture, when we zoom in, child, they really got a nice <laughs> spring water foot bath here because I see this good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see this good gallon bottle. Okay, child. At least I hope they wash their feet. You know, with Listen. some good little shea moisture or something. I don't Listen. know, child. Mm. Did they I, rub know, them we, afterwards? We're not going to get into all of that. We're not going to get into all that. I'm just if grateful somebody... that, you know, the whites um, mm. are learning how to wash things. Um, hopefully their legs will be next. Right. Hopefully right. they're learning a lot of things in these past couple of weeks because, honestly, it's so much to learn and y'all need to learn. Um, I just get have to out. say this get one quick out. piece because I've been wanting to get this off my spirit. White people, white people, teach yourselves because mm-hmm. I'm not going to educate you. I'm not uh, black people. We Listen. are trying to figure out how to stay alive. Okay. So when it comes to the history of things, the, the why all of this is happening and the fact that you don't even know, mm-hmm. some of you don't even know the why is concerning, but nevertheless, if you want to know how we ended up here, then you can go to www.google dot com and you can search black history in America because here's the thing we black folks and everybody else in this country when we go to school we learn all about white folks history we I have I know more about countries that I have never even stepped foot in I know kings and queens that have not even seen the light of day in this millennium yeah okay shit that does not have anything to do with me or my people and I know that all of us know that history and y'all every February y'all get y'all monthly dose of Martin Luther King or George Washington Carver or whoever else it's so much to learn about Mm -hmm. black people y'all should have been learning that a long time ago because we have had to learn not only your history but how to maneuver around you in the real world Exactly. Because, so y'all need to do the same and educate yourselves because we're not doing it. We got bigger fish to fucking fry. Quickly. And y'all need to do it quickly because then y'all need to be coming over here and frying quickly. the fish with quickly. our ass. Well, the, well that brings, quickly. Expeditiously, <laughs> as Clifford would say. Uh, my next sip of the week um it it was something that i saw that white people and other cultures were getting involved in to stand alongside us on the fight to justice um or to get justice for the 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 black lives matter movement and just overall uh the support of black lives so i had my first experience at an LA protest. This is not my first experience protesting. I protested in both Atlanta and DC. Mm-hmm. I've at least witnessed um, alongside uh, certain movements from especially in the height of everything that had happened with Trayvon Martin. Um, and I've just been able to be on historic campus like Howard University where we protested for things outside of um, just black lives but uh, for just our simple rights with student aid. Uh, so I, I'm not new to the protests uh, at all. I've experienced it, but this was quite different, okay? 
<laughs> it was not anything I ever expected. And I don't know if it's because we've advanced in the movement um, and if we've gotten more innovative with protesting or if mm-hmm. this is simply some L.A. shit. Because I marched with over 20,000 people um, a couple of days ago and I was able to really um, see it. This was Sunday. I was able to really see uh how these how organized it was and i was so impressed because they had sign making stations e like tables to make your own signs there because i was just it seemed like i manifested everything that happened i hadn't really eaten that day i ate but like i don't know my appetite and just sleep patterns have been off anyway i'm sure most black people can relate um so I hadn't really eaten much that day mm-hmm. and we had planned to eat afterwards, but it was like, we still talked about how we were hungry. And then we also talked about the fact that we forgot our signs and literally it seemed like I manifested every step of the way. Like there was a sign making station that had popped up with tables, with the, the, the cardboard, the markers, the, even the sticks to hold up the signs, girl. It was just amazing. There were um companies out there organizations out there passing out snacks there were regular citizens out there passing out snacks and everybody just had a place in the movement and that to me was already enough to just say like wow i feel supported i felt very um i felt very supported just that like to know that it wasn't just us out there fighting the fight because it can't just be us obviously and so um yeah but over twenty thousand mm-hmm. people showed up there was right. cold press uh juicery was out there passing out free juices child like it was so LA and there were little dogs with Black Lives wow. Matter so signs LA. on and like I'll buy I buy racist signs on. I thought that was hilarious. Um there were there were there was at one point this lady was speaking over the uh, the uh microphone and she was saying, you know, she was actually really speaking some powerful words and I was I, like I said earlier in the conversation, I am impressed by those who can utilize their voice in moments of like emotion and like distress because for me, like I couldn't even muster up any words to say. I could barely say the chance alongside people because it was just so uh, so emotional being out there. However, this lady was speaking, and it was this one white man. He had to have been a he was pretty flamboyant. I'm assuming he was a gay a gay white man, but he uh, kept like doing that he was the the peanut gallery he kept saying like i know that's right fuck white folks fuck these crackers like he and this is a white man mm-hmm. saying it and it just i don't know it brought like some humor <laughs> but it also brought the support and knowing that you know he wasn't doing it for the attention he genuinely was like i agree like i stamped that like i'm supportive and i want you to know that you are heard you are seen you are felt and right. so just even that just to see the people who are starting at the chance to see the the one uh young uh, young man who had his drum set out there he was walking alongside with his drum set um like the ones they put over their head like marching band um and just keeping us on beat uh it was very la Mm -hmm. though it was very la the juices the dogs with the signs to the the types of signs that i saw to uh even just you know the white folks trying their hardest to stay on beat uh it, it was it was very la but i do want to say that i'm happy that i was able to be out there and shout out to yg 400 and uh, the rest of the la community for organizing that and getting people out there to support 
And I want to say that the fight is not over. We will continue to protest because obviously protesting is something that has worked. We've seen so many bills being passed that should have been passed years ago. But, you know, now the changes are are going into effect and that's all it took. So if that's what it takes for us to continue this fight, if it takes rioting, if it takes looting, if it takes protesting, then I want to be out there. I want us to be out there and continue to support the fight in whatever city you're in. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to share that experience with you. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love that. I'm so happy you were, you know, able to get out. I know we were talking um, last week just about, you know, protesting and I've been wanting right. to get out too, but then also having, right. you know, Corona um, in the back of my mind and, you know, being with right. family and, you know, not really wanting to take that risk. So I'm just um, so happy that you were able to go out and let your voice be heard and that yeah. it was successful. It seemed to be so organized. Um, which is great. Um, and I'm just, you know, happy to know that there was, you know, just as LA yeah. is a melting pot of a yeah. city, that there I was a melting pot like of protesters there. Of and that's what we need. What, um, you uh, know, this is what LA is anyway. Um, so it was good to see that many people out there just standing beside because obviously mm-hmm. in the 60s and, and before th- there were not that many people who were in support of our movement um, that did not look like us. So yeah, that was a very refreshing right. thing to see. Yes. Shout out to us. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to y'all. Yes. All right. So we're ending it uh, with our small black businesses because we're still going to highlight black businesses Um, during this time. We're going to continue to do so because clearly, you know, we're we're people are patroning these businesses. So my black business for this week is for all black weed smokers out there um it's a company called spaceships on bankhead and the name got my just 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 captured a little piece of my heart um yeah that is one of I'm my favorite to uh, songs um to see spaceships on bankhead i'm geeked up okay that is cold me i can't get that low um but yes, so spaceships on Bank Hub, they Bank Hub child, um, they Bankhead, nice. they sell rolling papers and you know filters and things um, on the website. It's very affordable. Okay, you've got. I'm just you know going there for quickly. You've got a a one. You can get one for five, two for ten, and three the long way for fifteen. Okay, that's what it says on the website. Literally, nice. um, I love the branding. It's all green. You would really love it. Um, the website is uh smokesum.com. <laughs> so that's s m o k e s u m n dot com. Please support this black business, this um Atlanta area black business. Nice. Um, you know, their rice papers. So I'm very excited to to see how that goes because um I'm not a person um, right. who really strays away from my raw papers too often um, just because, um, you know, they're the cleanest for me. I shouldn't be smoking regardless, but if I am going right. to smoke, I'm not going to tatter my lungs with um, right. <laughs> nicotine and blacks and all that stuff. And, you know, backwards <laughs> just knocked me black back on my ass at any time. <laughs> so, 
highly suggest y'all check it get, check it out again. Instagram is spaceships on Bankhead. Their website is smokesome.com. Of course, this is all going to be on the website Absolutely. for y'all to see nice. anyway. So I love it. Take you exactly um, where you I need actually to go. have a small business that I would like to highlight. It's called All Things with Love. They are a um, company that prides itself on self-care and self-preservation. And I think during this time, this is what we need. Uh, So it's natural self-care and custom creations that they create. And some of the things that they sell are like mind calming mist and sleep mist. And I know my sister, who's this is her business. She uses the sleep mist and the mind calming mist for my nephew. Um, who is extremely active and hyper. And so I'm sure that that Mm kind of helps at night for him to go to sleep with ease. Um, And no, it's not a drug. She's not drugging her child nor my nephew. Um, It's just, I'm just letting you know, it's something that helps. And I know that a lot of us are restless, (laughs) like I mentioned before. So it's something that you could uh, utilize for trying to get a better Mm -hmm. night's rest. Um, Another thing that she has coming up with Father's Day coming up is a Father's Day box. Uh, so you can show your king some love with a little self-care. It includes some beard balm, beard and body oil. Uh, it includes a like candle as well as this like body wash, um, some seasoning and chapstick. And I think, you know, that's tight, you know, for most dads. Uh, I don't my dad doesn't have a beard, so I don't know how helpful the beard balm is for him. But I still feel like, you know, it, it would be a good gift to give your dad. <laughs> and then she also has like um, just like other things that are, are products that are like oils or like things you can use after your bath or during your bath. And so, yeah, make sure you support. She just reached 500 followers today. Now she has 507. And so I'm just happy to see that, you know, her business is growing and that she's doing something yes. that she loves to do in terms of the custom creations you can reach out to her for other things and like once we get back up and running a lot of her business included like event planning as well as like you know baking and things like that so uh yeah just support and I, I feel like you guys would really enjoy some of the products I gave my my one of my best friends a self-care box when she uh, recently lost her father and I believe that that really you know just brought a smile to her face to know that her friends were supporting her and it's just a, a random act of or thought of kindness uh, in that moment of, of you know even if it's not somebody who's mourning but you know if you're just thinking of someone and they might be stress with work or whatever the case may be just think about sending a self-care box and there are other brands and businesses that do this as well but make sure you check out all things with love um they're on instagram at all things with love llc and we'll include it on our website as well love that awesome yes all right sister yeah all right sister well that brings us to a close (laughs) we made it three hours later so happy (laughs) y'all thank you for right thank literally wow thank you so much guys for bearing with us if y'all were like tuning into the stream earlier and seeing us or hearing us go through um those issues we thank you for being patient with us we still just really wanted to get something up for y'all this week because we are you know trying our best to be consistent um so Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of season two. They can find me on Girlfriend's Podcast. Sammy, where can they find you? Like the stamp, could we stamp that? And where can I find you, Boo Boo? Period. 
They can find me everywhere at E Told You So. That's E T O L D Y O U S O on Instagram, Twitter, yes. all that. And you can find us together uh, at Girlfriends Pod on Instagram and Twitter, all that. Um, and you can also listen to this episode on um, our website or any of the episodes, any of our, well, from this season. Yes, <laughs> um, absolutely. Can't uh, wait on to talk to you all right. <laughs> Facts. All right. And see y'all, see. hopefully, or y'all see right. us. <laughs>